Your pen, you ready? It describes what was pens. It was iron. It was firm. It was mineral. Hey, I think we got one. This is Holmes. And this is Thomas. And welcome to Sitting on the Bench. Guess who's back? Back again. Holmes is back. Tell your friends. Guess who's back? 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 It's me. I'm sorry for my hiatus, and uh, I was an important business meeting. Very important. Very important. Couldn't miss it. Couldn't miss it. What, but, was, it, what was it again? Enlighten me. Yeah, oh, shh. Yeah, that's right. I can <laughs> see right through your lies. Undisclosed information, but I am back and better than ever. Playing piano and it for sounds like someone's tap dancing above us. They're having a great time, okay? They're having a great time. They're enjoying their They're trying Thursday to tell us to night. shut up. They, they are, it ain't working. They're out of luck because the podcast just began. Yep. Um, anyway, we have um, two returning <laughs> favorites as always. Um, so I'm just going to let you introduce yourselves this time and tell us something really uh, – something not a lot of people know about yourself. A fun fact of sorts. So we'll start with uh, this gentleman right here. Hey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Real eloquent. Real eloquent. Keep up the good work. Hello, my friends out there in the audience. Um, my name is Curtis Calderwood. <clears throat> I'm a returning guest. I was featured on the Aliens versus... <laughs> versus what? It wasn't a... It wasn't a... Monsters <laughs> versus Aliens? What is this? Aliens. Aliens versus Predators. Versus, um, Earth. And... Anyways, I'm happy to be back. Um, I'm from Summit County. That will be relevant um, as we later discuss today. Just happy to be here. Thanks for having me, guys. We're a pleasure to have you, Kurt. And our other guest. Um, I'm Landon. Hey. I'm another returning guest. Uh, <laughs> what is going on? The tap dancing upstairs is for real. They're, just, they're interrupting my introduction. All right. Um, I guess one thing about me, I'm from Texas. It's not in any way relevant to the conversation. I just like people to know that. Well, so that's me. Well, well thank you. Uh, we appreciate you uh, being here. Uh, and here we uh, go on. We're going to have a <laughs> great... <laughs> We're going to have a, a nice, solid chat today, I think. Um, today we have a very interesting story. Um... So, I don't know, how, how do you want to bring this topic in? How, how are we thinking? Were, were you going to tell your story? Is that what you were thinking? Or? Shit, I, is that yeah. what No, start to? with the story, but don't give any context beforehand. All right. I mean, no, about okay. what, don't give away the end. Until the end. Until, Until the, the end. end. So, beginning, middle, end is the order of which we would like to go. Um, yeah, you can Throw a couple make, plot twists in there, though. Just you to can kind mix of spice it up in the beginning and middle portions, but let's just keep the end at the end. end, I end. Think. All right, here we go. Would be a good policy. Um, so, this story... Uh, it starts out like all good stories do. A bunch of boys, a bunch of teenage boys being stupid because of a girl. Woo woo! Yay yay! Anywho, um, so in my high school, we had, and as part of our like high school boundaries, was really far away from us, and we called it the valley. So in order to get there, you had to like drive over the mountain pass and into our high school. And it was like a solid 40, 45 minute drive. Um, anywho. My friend, my good friend, wanted to ask a girl out to like a dance that lived in the valley. And so her, his idea to ask her out was to basically do a little scavenger hunt across the valley. Um, yeah. And, uh, and so the last clue led her to a park 
and he would be like lying on a bench, not sitting on a bench, contrary to popular belief. Lying on a bench. But lying on a bench. Different podcast. on the bench. Different podcast. Different, lesser known podcast, not as good, just lying on the bench. Um, anywho, and so, uh, um, yeah, so the last, so he was lying on the bench and he had like a rose in his mouth, like really cheesy, really awkward, romantic, you know, teenager kind of a thing. And um, so I'm there with my other buddy, and we're, like, hiding behind this sign thing. And so the thing you have to understand about this valley is it's, like, pretty, like, foresty, pretty wooded. Like, because it's in the mountains, you know, so it's, like, really outdoorsy. And so this park is pretty big, and then in one corner of the park, there's, like, a little playground and, like, this little wooded, foresty area behind it. And so me and my friend are sitting behind the sign waiting for my other friend who has his rose in his mouth waiting for the girl, right? And so uh, we're waiting, and I'm just kind of goofing off, you know, I'm bored, and weaving grass, I'm being stupid, and I start to, like, look around and see where I'm at, and I look over uh, into the corner of the park. What do you see? And I see this thing that is standing um, underneath this tree, and his head is about the height of a branch on the tree. And so I'm looking at it, and I don't quite understand what it is. I'm just not quite sure if it's part of the park, if it's something else, if it's, like, another one of our friends. And then it looked directly at me, and then it ran away. And I was kind of freaked out, but not super freaked out, but I was just a little confused. And so uh, after this girl came and whatnot, I girded up my loins with courage, and I <laughs> <laughs> and I meandered on over to the uh, corner of the park. And there I realized that the branch, so its head was at the head of the branch, and the branch was like nine feet above the ground. Wow. And tie. And for a long time, I, I wasn't sure what I saw. I wasn't sure if it was, you know, I wasn't sure if it was a person, if it was a bear. A coyote. A coyote. A raccoon. <laughs> a raccoon, perhaps. Um, but I was talking to some other of my friends uh, a couple of years later, and I realized that I possibly could have seen Bigfoot that night. Um, and the reason I think this is not only because of, like, what I saw and how tall it was, but this area is, is known for Bigfoot sightings. And like I had different people I knew who lived in this valley that saw Bigfoot as well. And so there you have it. That's so the, the introduction is we're going to talk about Bigfoot today, boys. The man with the Bigfoot, not the big hands, the big feet. God, what a misconception, you know. <clears throat> Tommy has claimed to have seen this man or thing. So the first thing I want to get off my chest, right? Something bugs me. Well, how do you pluralize Bigfoot? Is it big feet? Is it big foots? I think it's stupid. Sas- what do you think? Sasquatchians. <clears throat> Tough question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Big feet. Fitbit. <laughs> big feet. I don't know. Big, not, big, a sponsor, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> big feetsies. I don't know what it is. Anyway, I think it should be like deer. So it's like singular and plural. Like look at all those. Look, look at all those Bigfoot. Oh look, it's a one Bigfoot. Oh look, it's a pack of Bigfoot. <laughs> A flock of Bigfoot? A murder of Bigfoot? <laughs> a murder of Bigfoot. <laughs> well, that's what they call a group of crows. What do they oh, call chimpanzees? What do they call a group of chimpanzees? What do they call a group of chimpanzees? Let's a gaggle. A gaggle of Bigfoot? It's a, a gaggle? gaggle of Bigfoot? A stampede? The herd. Uh, a bench of Bigfoot. I kind of like the gaggle. A troop. A troop of Bigfoot. Ooh. A troop of big feet. Foot. I, just, I feel better with feet. Well, you know? if you say a group, a troop, then that obviously <laughs> sounds better with feet. But I think. Are uh, you going for more toast? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. Good Chris. podcast. Can't hold off the toast. Eating a lot of stuff. <laughs> He's happy about Next half week, a loaf of bread and toast. <laughs> Next week we're going to discuss addiction recovery. But for now we're talking about the big feet. 
Footed. Bigfoot. The big-footed fellows. Bigfoot dog. What I'm interested to know. Oh, Curtis, you can't be that far away and talk. Sorry. <laughs> Get back over here. Bring your, bring your peanut butter over here. What I'm interested to know is do you see this Bigfoot? <laughs> <laughs> How do you say Bigfoot? As a, as a friend or foe. So to me, the thing I found compelling about this little, um, the story of Bigfoot or just, you know, Bigfoot in general is there's, there seems to be no sway of what its motives are, what it does. It's just, do you see it or not? I don't think it's like, oh, Bigfoot's out here to kill me. You know, Bigfoot's out here to, to come attack me. Yeah. But I don't think it's necessarily, oh, Bigfoot's just my best friend. We hang out in the woods. It's just really just like, oh, I see it. I think naturally people get scared because it's, it's painted up to be this big, hairy Unknown thing. Absolutely. Just like Curtis. Just like Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's what I think. I think that it's neither friend nor foe. Because I think of any account you hear about Bigfoot, is it's always, like, runs away from you. Like, I've never heard of any account attacking someone. Right. And so I feel like, if anything, it's more curious. Like a raccoon, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, it's curious, but it'll run away at the first... Raccoons like, are of... vicious, though. Are they? I get you. heard. <laughs> they attacked elf. That took me a second. Got him. Got him. Well done. done. Classic, clever, clean joke. Just how we like it. Good, good, clean family fun. Uh Um, All right, so we're about ten minutes in. We haven't really started talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Anyway, so um, about one third of all Bigfoot sightings are located in the in the the Pacific Northwest. Hmm. So, like Oregon. Washington on the Northern California. Um, and here's actually something interesting is the most, um, what do I say this? Like the biggest piece of evidence for Bigfoot was filmed in this County called Humboldt County. Mm-hmm. And that is the County in California in which my brother currently lives. Ooh. And so we're going to go visit. <laughs> we have a live guest. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> Um, no, he's not here. But um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, what I think is interesting is he was telling me about it and he's saying how there's Bigfoot stuff everywhere kind of around mm-hmm. the neck of the woods. It's a very thickly forest, densely populated area. And so this film, it's called the Patterson-Gimlin film. Oh, yes. I've heard a lot about this film. Have you really? Yes. From what? Um, From other than us? Film. The thing that is unique about this film is... Um, You'll see the way that Bigfoot, when he's walking away, he's looking behind him, almost as if he is annoyed by these um, people filming him. But what is significant about this film is he walks in an irregular form. He sounds like he's reading something, but he's not. <laughs> Read the script. Stay in the script. <laughs> Curtis is freestyling right now. <laughs> his arms are abnormally longer than his body, um, and they swing in an unmannerly motion. So, do you think it's a real Bigfoot in there? Absolutely. So, so many, many people use this as the, the top um, piece of evidence for proving Bigfoot to be real. And there's been a lot of you know, controversy in, over the film, and no one has really been able to disprove it with our modern technology today. And so, many think, as well as our friend Curtis here, that it is legit, and it is a legit Bigfoot sighting. And the best one we have. <laughs> How much toast are you? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's, like, it's like five pieces 
tonight. <laughs> back oh, to back to back. Oh. <laughs> Didn't even toast this one. Did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit! You are killing me. Man. Oh, man. You know, I... I I'm really excited about this. I think it's a great time to be a Bigfoot hunter. Um, we are we Bigfoot hunters? Never have we been so um, scientifically advanced and technologically advanced. Well, uh, nope, 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 nope. Why is it every freaking video of Bigfoot is shaky, grainy? I mean... It's 2019. Well, everyone, uh, everyone has a smartphone in their pocket. How is it they cannot take one decent picture or video of Bigfoot? That is a fair point. Interesting question. What say you, Landon? Okay, first of all, I'd like to... I'm sorry for rushing you. I'm no, sorry no, for interrupting no. you again. No, please, continue to interrupt me as long as you feel necessary. Um, <laughs> I think, uh, first of all, I believe in Bigfoot. I do. Uh, but I'm going to come off as a little bit skeptical right now because it's my turn to play devil's avocado here. Okay? <laughs> Goes great with tortilla chips. And exactly. toast. <laughs> and toast. Um, I think this, this video, the Patterson film or... Patterson, Patterson Gimlin. Patterson Gimlin. Please refer to it correctly. Patterson Gimlin video. Film. Film. Footage. The, the footage. The found footage. Whatever you want to call it. I don't really necessarily believe that that is Bigfoot. Okay. I think... I agree with you on that. It, it just kind of looks like a man in a suit to me. It looks like it was staged, like he looks back right at the camera. And it just doesn't seem like the right dimensions for an ape at all. If you notice, its hands swing down and barely even reach its knees if it stands up straight. Whereas chimpanzees and other great apes generally have arm spans about one and a half times as long as they are tall. <laughs> now, are you pulling this out of your butt? Or, or like, how do you... Oh, he's showing oh, us the computer. He's showing us the computer. Chimpanzee arm length, baby. <laughs> Google knows best. That, that's something that drew my attention in this video. And like you said, other videos tend to be grainy, um, low quality. I think if they, if these animals, if these creatures were coming into such frequent contact with people, I think we would have much better videos of them. So I tend to think that a lot of current videos are hoaxes or just so where attention does your, where does your evidence come for Bigfoot then, as a believer? Um, where do you find the most concrete, or do you just... I think the, the plentiful mythology that we have surrounding Bigfoot kind of lends credence. That's true, because it comes from Native American culture. It comes from so many different cultures. True. If you'll, uh... I actually have this written down. So you have the abominable snowman and the yeti, which is in like Siberia, Nepal, Tibet. You have the batutut, which is from Vietnam and Laos. Mm -hmm. Sasquatch, which is like Native Americans. You have the swamp man. Which is from like the bayous of the south. That's pretty sweet. Um, we have the Maricox, which is South America. And finally, for our Australian listeners, the Yowie. The Yowie. So I think it's very interesting that they have all these different names and all these cultures for like this creature. Which brings me to my point is I think that we have enough biodiversity in our planet to allow for undiscovered creatures like this. And here's my reasoning is I have a couple of things. First off is have you ever heard of a coelacanth? Yeah, no. No. So, basically, a coel the coelacanth was thought to be extinct 
millions and millions and millions of years ago. It's this big, like, fish, armored yeah. fish. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. And um, so they thought it was extinct, and then they found it again in, like, 1960 or something like that. And um, it just blows my mind that they thought it was extinct, but they found it. And so I think that <laughs> I don't necessarily know if I believe in Bigfoot as, a, as like, a humanoid, but I think it could be, like, a giant ape. An, of an und- undiscovered species. An undiscovered species of ape. And so I think that all these... Um, like names for it that are around the world, I think are just like different species or different variations of that species. Of what a Bigfoot would be. Exactly. To, to piggyback on that, I found um, it was the same thing with this the species. It was the the mountain gorilla, and someone had brought up that it was it was first discovered in 1902, which I mean that's in like relative terms that's pretty recent, and it was it's a gorilla, and this is not because a lot of people you know say like with the fish, it's like well it's a fish, the sea is. You know, very discovered, but if we knew a, a big, what, eight-foot behemoth of a, you know, gorilla, Harry was walking around, like, you'd think someone would have spotted it yeah. by now. They but, have spotted it. They just take crappy videos. That's <laughs> true. They do. They're the bad videos. And so it's just, it's just showing it more that, the, that these species can be discovered, and like I said, it was only... I just thought that that little bit, that the, the mountain gorilla was discovered in 1902. Yeah. Now, according to studies, there has been... <laughs> oh, my God! Curtis comes in here saying he hasn't researched at all. And now he's bringing out big facts. I swear, I swear he's not reading off anything right now. <laughs> he's, he's just just, just peanut butter in his toast. That's it. He's just eating peanut butter now. He ran out of toast. But continue. Continue, Curtis. We, there has been no evidence, nor and they have sampled DNA tests, and we have now found no... We have not found no what we we Let have finish. we have not found peanut butter a different <laughs> oh you found it um a different species we all, all the samples that we find there they are raccoons they're bears they're mountain lions but we have not found a so different species you're saying specifically the samples that are allegedly from Bigfoot absolutely okay. now do you believe that perhaps Bigfoot is so closely related to one of these species that the DNA is is well, Curtis, overlapping. Curtis, I'm going to throw the fact here. Um, Let the record show that Thomas has a computer. I'm also going to Google. <laughs> Let me double check myself. Here. Yes, Caden, is that you? Oh, oh, okay. We have a fifth. We have a fifth person joining us. Okay, sorry. Can I say something real quick? Please. Humans share fifty percent of their DNA with bananas. Interesting. So <laughs> I think that is Bigfoot creature. That's my dad said. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of All banana. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, so I think this Bigfoot creature probably shares a lot of its DNA with species that are similar to it, like raccoons, like bears. And define on these footprints. I mean, if you look at like the phylogenetic tree of animals, right? Oh, so the do. Bigfoot's at the very end. There are certain species that are like sister species to these. So that's why humans and chimpanzees. I was like, a lot of people think humans came from chimpanzees. Well, that's not no. true. They're just our closely related, our, our closest related species. And so what I think maybe is there's Bigfoot who's on the end of this phylogenetic tree. And if you look at that clove, the clove, whatever you call it, clade. There it is. If you look at the clade on the very end, I think that maybe the closest related species to Bigfoot would be a bear or raccoon. So that's why a lot of the DNA mm. is similar. Interesting. Okay, but there's just no way that they would... Be confused. They're getting a very positive identification on these other species. Well, are they? Yes, I think they would definitely. You think or you know? I know that (laughs) there there hasn't been a big deal made about DNA that's completely unidentifiable, not because it's corrupted, but rather because it's a new species. They can tell if it's a new species. We share, what, like 97, 99% of our DNA with chimpanzees? 
but they're never going to confuse a human. A, a human for this, so. They can even tell one human from another. He would so say the DNA no would way be they're misidentifying you know, Bigfoot as a raccoon. Ninety nine. Yeah. I have a question. Oh, oh. Uh, introduce yourself first off. You're new to the podcast. Hello, this is me. <laughs> I'm me? new. I'm new to the podcast. <laughs> me is also known as Caden Kent Lundquist. Oh. Oh. And social security number? Hail, <laughs> I hail from Alpine, Utah. Which is just a couple minutes away from this place. What county is that? That's in Utah County. Utah County. Utah County, County, a lot of sightings there. I'll tell you how many. I'll tell you how many. The BFRO. The BFRO knows what's up. BFR definitely knows what's up. But I would like to um, pose a question here. Pose. We would like to present an answer. If. Okay. All of the evidence, if we're talking about DNA, comes from different animals. I like where this is going. Is... Okay, let me go. Let me go this route. I'm so okay. confused. Right let now. me go this route. Adam and Eve. I'm a religious person. Adam <laughs> and Eve. Good. When they first left the Garden of Eden, what did they do? They farmed. Sacrificed. Yes, they so farmed. They sacrificed. What did they do with their clothes? They made skins. They made skins. <gasps> whoa, Is... whoa! 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 Is what? Bigfoot an intelligent enough of a of uh, an animal to kill and create skins of its own. Wait, of its own? Its own yeah, clothes it's, it's from own, other animals. Its own oh, clothes oh. from other animals. Perha- perhaps he is a hairy person. That explains dark the face. Skin. Interesting. Is it possible that it is intelligent enough to create own, its own so tools it's not, it's not and its own clothes and its own huts? No, here's, or... here's what I think is interesting from what you're saying. Is where did Adam and Eve get the skins even? Because if there was, like, say there's, like, two of... Oh, I think it's something thing of Noah in the Ark. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was thinking there's only two of every animal. <laughs> like, oh, wait, no, there's not. I'm like an idiot now. He's just starting to become religious, so... <laughs> He's working on it. that Bible stories quite So, what you're saying is, we normally think a Bigfoot is more akin to a great ape than any other animal. Um, but you're saying it might be more like, more for example, humanoid? Neanderthals... Um, Again, not necessarily the ancestors of humans, because Homo sapien actually came along and caused other similar species to go extinct, but maybe a descendant of one of those earlier species that was pushed out of the limelight by the arrival of humans. Maybe it went to ground in the forest. Which is now living in a hut in the woods. Because even like chimpanzees, where do they live? Trees. Forests. In warm, humid forests, right? Mm. Even a chimpanzee, I think, would get cold in a... Mountain That's true, the setting. north, yeah, because it's a... Uh, Let's talk desert. locations for a second. Let's do it. Let's consult the BFRO. Uh, the BFRO, um... <laughs> for those of you guys who don't know, is the Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization. Mm. And although its website is very... <laughs> looking like the 2000s, very old and gross looking. Um, they actually are, like, the leading, um, like, BFRO. the leading organization on, like, Bigfoot sightings and I stuff. can confirm that the website looks like it's from the 2000s. <laughs> Um, early 2000s <laughs> but they know what you're talking about and so my question is uh, first off where would you go I, I just want you to guess so don't show any data where are you, Curtis doesn't count it isn't Utah but in the United States let's start with the United States where would you go to find the most likelihood of seeing a big picture? I would go to the Pacific Northwest well okay well <laughs> give us some give us, specific let's go specific more Eugene Oregon 
Wow. <laughs> Why at Eugene? Um, from, the only city you know in Oregon? Well, from, he was checking earlier in his from facts. What I, yeah, what <laughs> the research is From saying. what I've studied, um, uh, ma- the majority of the Bigfoot sightings have been seen in um, coniferous forests. Uh, these these forests are full of pine, pine cones, trees. Right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, not to be confused with the carnivorous forest. <laughs> <laughs> Do not exist. <laughs> Those will get you. <laughs> Those will get you. Literally, <laughs> eat you right up. <laughs> and um, they they tend to enjoy that um, that climate. They like the the, the pine trees. So, um, okay, Lennon, where would you go <laughs> in the United States? In the United States. I would probably go to... I'm trying to find a Bigfoot. Northern Washington. Um, I feel like... Honestly, I feel like Canada probably has a much larger population of Bigfoot. Um, no, I know there's not a lot of sightings there, but there's also not a lot of people. They tend to live right on the border on the southern part of Canada. It's a lot of unexplored forest. So I think if you go right to the edge of that, as close as you can get, you might see some trickling down during the warmer summer months. Or maybe the colder winter months. I think it's a great question. I think that researchers also, and this is pretty widely accepted, that wherever the deer are, the Bigfoot are. So I go wherever the deer are. That's probably in the best. That's probably in the best um, places like the Rockies, honestly, along northern Utah, um, western Colorado, and Idaho. Are you saying Bigfoot? That's a great deer. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Do they eat them or just use the skins? Or both. Well, the researchers obviously <laughs> say that they eat them. Let's, let's consult the BFR. Okay, I just Googled what do Bigfoot eat. So, Bigfoot? What do Bigfoot big That's eat. what I Googled. Bigfootsies. So we'll get to the bottom of this. Bigfootsies. Where are you going with Location. Okay, sorry. So, um... <laughs> they eat toast. I'm about, to say, I'm about to blow your mind right now. Okay, blow it. Um, We're ready for the facts. So, the number one place to find a Bigfoot <laughs> is in... Uh, Washington. Mm-hmm. Boom. That's where I said I would go. Pacific Northwest. Just... But the most... <laughs> Are there deer there? But the... <laughs> uh, but the... Here's the interesting thing is, the most highly densely sightings are around Mount St. Helens and Mount Rainier, which are both volcanoes. Interesting. Yeah. That's oh. fascinating. That, uh, is there a correlation between volcanoes and I don't and know. But causation or just correlation? Which would also oh, explain true. California, which is number two, because they're part of the Cascades, right? The Cascade mm. volcanic so range. Really? Okay, look at where the BFRO sightings are, and maybe someone can pull up a map of volcanoes. Oh. Um, anyway, and then if you're in Utah... Where would you go? Curtis, you already know the answer. Holmes, you already know the answer. Actually, I think Caden's the only one who doesn't know the answer. I don't. Going to Ogden. Yes! Weber County, Northern Utah, Weber baby. Weber County, baby. Number one place for sightings of Bigfoot in Utah. And guess where I saw my Bigfoot? Weber County. County. Is it? Is let, that the record, let the record show there's validity to Tommy's story. Boom! Shaka laka laka boom boom boom! How many sightings did Pop you say up. were there? Uh, there's only ten. ten but... <laughs> That's a significant but, number, folks. But to be fair, um, a lot of them are reported, forward. like me. Like I don't report it, right? The BFRO, the BFRO knows best, obviously. Um, I think you should report it. And then number two comes in at Summit County, which is where Curtis is from. Summit County. That's nine sightings. Number three is Utah County, where Caden is from, oh. and that's seven sightings. Interesting. Yeah. We're going to hunt some Bigfoot. Hunt some Bigfoot! Find the deer. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. What? What What are you saying, Curtis? 
Are we almost done? Oh my gosh, Curtis, it's for the fans. Curtis, please. You don't can make more that. toast during the podcast. We were just joking earlier. <laughs> we love you, Curtis. Please feel free to make some toast. Yes. Anyway, um, so here's a question is if we find a good Bigfoot, do we capture it? Do we tag mm-hmm. it? What do we do with it? So this is the in yeah. essence if we ran across a Bigfoot and what if? What if? So it's, it's legit. There's no grainy films anymore. First off, this what, is the real yeah, world. okay. So let's say, let me set up a scenario for you. Let's say you're hiking through the woods, and then you get, like, a really good, really good, like, video or picture of it, right? And then you send it to a team of scientists, like, from a university, and they come, and they actually find one. And they, like, tranquilize it, right? To oh. study it. What do they do? What should they do? Should they tag it, release it? Should they capture it and study it? Should they kill it and study it? What should they do? Um... I'm going to jump in here with my two cents. Actually, maybe three cents. I think not they should... Cent? Not 30 cents. No. Whole dollar. <laughs> I think they should definitely tag it um, in a non-invasive way, if possible. I think they should take DNA samples. I think they should take every measurement possible and then release it into the wild. But you know what? It's, I don't think that they would do that. I don't know. You think they just keep it? I think they'd kill it, honestly. You think they kill, kill it, though? We're looking it's at something one... that's so close to human intelligence, just based on the fact that it's evaded discovery for so long. Okay, well, so is a ton of the animals, and we don't say they're intelligent. Yeah, but like, the fucking coelacanth! The mountain gorilla! The mountain gorilla! We knew about gorillas. It was just one tiny (laughs) subspecies that lived in a very localized jungle area. We're talking about a worldwide phenomenon here. Oh my gosh. They're they're more intelligent than other animals. Do you think it's the same species that's across the whole world? The same exact species? I think they're definitely similar. Maybe adapted to climate. I don't know what to do with you anymore, Landon. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Why don't you just start treating my opinions with respect? (laughs) How about that? Amen. Equality. Wow. Bigfoot. For the Bigfoot. Now the question is, are they invading us or are we invading them? <laughs> Here's were a difficult conversation for you. Deep. Nobody's invading anybody. I'm sorry, I didn't respect your opinion. We should respect okay. his opinion. Oh, I get it. I think they're invading us. No, sorry, no, we're invading. <laughs> we're in. Well, I, they're invading us. We're invading them. Switch that. Flop that. We're. They're invading us. We're invading them. Evade and invade are two different let's words. Do, let's reverse that again. <laughs> I think the Bigfoot are hiding and we are invading. I would agree with that. I think we can coexist. I think we can... But with the, well, how many are there of Bigfoot feet? Big, no, no like, Bigfoot. Bigfoot eye. Bigfoot eye. Bigfoot and... Bigfoots is... I think that there are probably more than we would think. I think that in the Pacific Northwest... It can't be the same. The big same butt. one thing. And the same one big. I butt. mean, people like the Patterson Gimlin film. They think it's a girl because of certain anatomical features <laughs> on <laughs> its bosom. Um, Could you please clarify? I don't think all of you. They say it has breasts. <laughs> yes, and then there's also been sightings of like juvenile ones. Interesting. Like with a mama Bigfoot apparently, and so I think that like there's probably like a thousand. Roughly in the Pacific Northwest, would be my bet. Okay, reported, allegedly. Is there any way to attract a Bigfoot? Do we know what it likes? What put it nice means? hot Bigfoot out there? <laughs> deer. A deer. Well, what gets a what gets a man to come in? Maybe I don't know. It's a big slab of steak. <laughs> Beef jerky. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Jack Link's beef jerky. Get it while you can. Not a sponsor. <laughs> Not a sponsor. <laughs> Not a sponsor. 
So how come we haven't found any remains of Bigfoot? Uh-huh. That's, a, that's a big argument right there for the, the critics. <clears throat> I think this There's definitely... no skeletons, no... This plays into what some members of this table were saying earlier about them being more intelligent than other species. Oh, um, really? Just imagine them as ancient tribal humans from 150,000 years ago, but living hidden in our forests. A member of their family dies, maybe they perform basic burials or... Burning it? I don't know if they would burn it. Wait, you think they perform like burial rituals? How sophisticated? Maybe cannibalism. I don't know. They might have some way of getting rid of or storing the bodies. Perhaps they're living in cave systems. Mm. Put them Mm. down there. You could go years. We never find it. That's fair. That's right. Mm. I think if you give them even a slight level of intelligence above that of a normal ape, then we're dealing with something that can hide its own presence relatively well. Interesting. As to only be caught on one grainy footage. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, you know, when it really comes down to it, um, I think that we're really not 100% sure. I don't know if we'll ever we'll be 100% sure. When we kill one. We're 100% sure. <laughs> <laughs> or will we kill one? Will it happen? Or will we? Before we before we close, I I have to ask. I've I've been withholding, but I have to ask. Do any of you feel like you have a good Bigfoot call? What Bigfoot, Bigfoot call? call? Like to attract what does he sound like? <laughs> so uh, we're gonna end this really. This <laughs> how we're doing. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. At the same Glasses time, off. or one by one. Let's uh, let's do it in order and say your name and then do it. <laughs> Star with Curtis. Oh, like the peanut butter jar. The toast. This is Curtis. <laughs> That's a good. Oh, I didn't even think about it. Um, <laughs> this is Landon. Oh, it's not a cow. It's a bigfoot. And this is Caden. Oh. <laughs> Thomas. Oh, I wasn't done. Okay. Sorry. Just kidding. Give him his time. Give him his chance. Right, whoop, whoop, whoop. Okay, we're done. We're done. That's it. <laughs> Uh, this is Thomas. Wah! <laughs> this is Adam. Um, I think I heard one of those the other day. <laughs> anyway. Any one of those sounds could easily attract it. We're going to hunt. Anyway, this is... Well, I think, actually, we should give our final opinions. Bigfoot, real or not. Yeah, okay, let's do it. That's what I feel like. Let's start reverse order before we So, start with me, Adam. I think my final conclusion is I, I so badly want to believe in Bigfoot. I want to see it. I want to behold it and have this awesome epic story of me in the woods finding this hairy beast. And maybe make, making friends and sitting down having a little lunch. Maybe he eats me. For an me. afternoon. Maybe he eats me. Maybe I die. But I don't know if I have enough, if there's enough conclusive evidence for me to believe fully. But I want to. So I remain on team. Undecided. Undecided. But leaning towards Ant, not, Bigfoot's not real. Um, I believe Bigfoot exists, but I believe that the majority of the pictures and the videos we have are hoaxes. I believe that although there is um, many great evidences towards the existence of Bigfoot and the common belief in Bigfoot, I... Lean towards the side of not believing in Bigfoot. I don't think he's real. Um, I believe in Bigfoot. It's touching. Thank you. 
I believe in Bigfoot. I think there's no greater time. Um, we have drones. We have trail cams. <laughs> <laughs> trail cams. To all you skeptics out there, it's an exciting time, so buckle up. Bigfoot hunters, here we come. Buckle up, buttercup. This is Adam. This is Thomas. This is Caden. This is Landon. This is Curtis. And this, this is, is Sitting on a Bench. bench.